It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome, everyone. This is Colonel Rhett John, Colonel Rhett John, on the National Security Hour for America Out Loud News Network. And I have just an absolutely awesome special guest tonight, somebody I've seen many times uh, in many forums, and uh, his books have just been incredible. He is just prodigious on his book production, and he's, he's my role model. Uh, when I'm when when I'm 49, I want to be like this here. So I'm I'm aspiring to be a David is just fantastic, but it's David Horowitz uh, and has an incredible story to tell and just uh, and you know uh, is giving just some incredibly important messages at a at a very very precipitous time for America. So David, welcome uh, to the show. Thank you so much. And and, and just introduce and tell everybody about your life journey because you have a real unique and fascinating journey my, my my parents were school teachers and they were also card-carrying members of the american communist party and uh, our whole community was at war with america i'm one of the uh, stalin's russia people probably don't even know who stalin is these days our schools are so rotten um that wanted the russians to win the cold war um, and it, it's very important, these these roots, because I got to see this movement close up. I was part of it, and I was disillusioned by it um, when I was in my 20s and 30s. Um, the left is very seductive, and uh, it, it, it is so much better at, at the political world word battle than the right is. Mm-hmm. It, it positions itself on the side of, if they believed in God, on the side of God, <laughs> but they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and it's for all the good things, like social justice. And we're talking here about a movement that killed over 100 million people in, in my lifetime, about um because they got in the way of these crazy schemes they have the conservatives are people who look to the who who have a psychological view of human beings what they're capable of why they're dangerous uh it's very pragmatic and it's based on the reality of of well, whatever we have, two, three thousand years of recorded history. The left um, thinks that our people are good at heart, and if you, it's it's society, this fictional character that causes all the problems. But of course, society is just us, and we're the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nobody in his right mind would think that you could. Uh, create justice, social justice, by letting violent criminals out of jail. Who? I mean, it's laughable. But they went ahead and did it, and they're still doing it. Um, 
Well, well, if I could ask a question, why, why, when the outcome and the results are so patently, intuitively obvious, why do they do it? Or why do they keep doing it? People who supported Stalin. Mm -hmm. When Stalin died, my, my father never, you know, he was a law-abiding citizen, pretty, pretty timid, uh, and, you know, unless you got in a political discussion with him, then he could, you know, he could be a terror. But uh, but 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 basically, not not a, not a formidable figure. And when Stalin died, well, Stalin uh, held these purges in the thirties, and and he went around killing all the people that threatened him, which were other communists at very high levels. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and then he acquired their titles. So when he died, uh, he was the head of the communist, the Russian Communist Party. Uh, he was the generalissimo, the head of the, of the armed forces. He was the president of the Soviet Union, and uh, I forget the other two or whatever. Um, and when he died, my, my, my father, crestfallen, said to me, you see what a great man Stalin was? It took five people to replace him. <laughs> that sums up the left. I mean, that, that, that's where these people are. I... Um, I knew things were bad because I read books. That's another thing. Leftists, they only read their own books. <laughs> they don't like dialogue. They don't like hearing another side to an argument. They're the reason democracy is the only civilized way to go. And they're the enemies of democracy in everything that they do and wish. Um, you, you, you would be scratching your head for many, many nights and many years if you tried to figure out how they justified the unjustifiable. How do you justify? Uh, and, and it became my mission. Uh, I mean, I, I actually thought, um, well, you know, Fidel Castro said, let a hundred flowers bloom, or Mao Zedong said that, somebody killed a hundred million people. Mm -hmm. Um, and the left just loves those phrases and loves to think of itself as being the savior of mankind. Be, beware people who think that they can save the human race. They're the, they're the enemy. Um, so no, no, you, you, you story. The problem is when what the left is a criminal operation. It, these are. It's a. If you are a revolutionary, you have a criminal mind. That's one of the. I just wrote a book on the radical mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, if if you are a leftist, you believe that the Constitution is a white supremacist document, mm -hmm. even though and the and the American Revolution. This comes through the New York Times was to defend slavery, um, uh, and you you 
you believe further um, uh, that people that the other side is always lying. So you don't have to listen to them. They're corrupted because they're racists and they're and they're profiteers and they're this and they're that. The left has an incredible moral arrogance. And one of the things, well, I was a young man when I was a leftist. I was born in 39, so I, I was in my, what was I in my 20s when the 60s were going strong. I was the editor of the largest magazine of the left, uh, Ramparts. And I used to have this running argument with my late friend, Peter Collier, um, about whether the left was benign and, and made mistakes or whether it was evil and malicious. And Peter was the one who kept saying they're malicious. Um, and, and this is what I carried when I became a conservative. I found conservatives, yeah, leftists, how vicious are leftists? Well, you know, Joe Biden accused in the presidential debate, the first one, um, the first time around, I should say, uh, Joe Biden accused Trump. It didn't make an argument, just it was just an accusation that Trump had killed 200,000 COVID patients. Everybody who died from COVID was a victim. Of, Trump was a mass murderer. Um, <laughs> Democrats ritualistically attack Republicans as racist, white supremacists, white nationalists, um, Hitlerites, xenophobes, whatever. Uh, and what do Republicans reply? They call them liberals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are they liberal about? I mean, they're liberal about, you know, hard drugs and uh, killing unborn babies and uh, spending other people's money. Playing mm-hmm. loose and fast, fast and loose with the facts. But... You can't win a political war if you're calling somebody liberal who's that nasty and criminal in their intent. Yeah. We, 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 we just appointed to the Supreme Court this Katanji Brown Jackson, whom you're not allowed to criticize because she's black. That, that's what we've come down to in our society. That's where our democracy is, thanks to the Democrat Party. Um, she doesn't even believe in the Constitution. She thinks it's a white supremacist document and shouldn't be respected. Her, her job, the only job she has is to defend the Constitution. And, you know, you didn't have, I don't think you heard one Republican say what I just said when she was up for, you know, everybody like makes fun of, the, which you shouldn't make fun of, the fact that uh, she can't define a woman because it would <laughs> conflict with the ideology. And so when you ask, you know, how do they swallow all this stuff? Well, it's just, it's built into the system. <laughs> if, if you define a woman as, as you know, what a, women are XY chromosomes. I mean, 
<laughs> I don't even know, but I know there's two chromosomes that they have, but we only have one of them, or vice versa. Uh, well, let, let, let me ask a quick question yeah, here. Because... It's sad without being called, uh, you know, names. I mean, it's gross. What, what was your Damascene moment? Because you, you, you were, did you create the group called Lefties for Reagan? What was your, what was your Damascene moment? That, what caused you to convert? Is how that happened. Um, Lefties for Reagan. Uh, I was called, I, oh, Peter, Collier and I, my, my late friend Peter, wrote a number one New York Times bestseller on the Kennedys. And uh, I got called by the editor of the Sunday, the Washington Post Sunday magazine. It was trying to pick my brains about Joe Kennedy, who was a congressman uh, and um, the nephew of Jack Kennedy. And uh, and then he said, after he had interviewed me, he said, what have you guys been doing lately? I said, you won't believe this, but we just voted for Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And uh, our title, oh, he said, that's a good story. And our title for the book was um, Better Ron Than Red. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Washington so Post gave it the title, Lefties for Reagan. How, how were you treated? How were you treated when you, when you converted? Okay. I mean, people, uh, I lost every, yeah, he, here's the way people are kept in line. And, and until you're the victim of this, you don't realize how powerful it is. Um, when, when that article appeared in the Washington Post, Peter said our literary careers are over. We, this was our second New York Times bestseller. And I said, oh, you're crazy. We're going to be writing for the Times and the Post. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> our literary careers and that. That was the end of our getting reviewed in, in the New York Times. We used to be front page of the New York Times book review. So that's one thing. People understand that if they cross the line and are critical of the army of the saints, they're going to be cut off from unimaginable opportunities, and they'll be a pariahs. I remember bumping into Bob Shear's wife in Berkeley in the, in the grocery store parking lot uh, after we had written an article on the Weather Underground, which were a bunch of wacko criminals. They killed people. And they, they debated, actually, whether to kill old white babies I mean, you think about, about October 7th, they kill all white babies because white people were the problem. And our first words out of, I hadn't seen her in months or whatever, the first words out of her mouth was, you know, people really hate you, David. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. And that article had appeared in Rolling Stone. I mean, it was not like we published it in the National Review or anything. Um, the incident that snapped my bond with the left, um, well, it was, were two. 
One was that the Black Panther Party, whom I had raised a lot of money. I, I raised $160,000, which was a lot of money in those days. Yeah. Um, to buy them uh, a Baptist church, which they turned into their political base. Um, and uh, I, I had a higher my bookkeeper at Ramparts, the magazine I was editing, I recruited her to do the books for the Panthers and they murdered her. She disappeared by the time the police in December 1974, by the time the police fished her body out of San Francisco Bay, which is right there behind you. Um, I had been interviewed by the cops I knew, and I, I was an insider, so I knew enough was my revelation that they were a vicious, murderous gang. All my friends uh, who I uh, dared to talk to blamed the white, what they, the white power structure did it. I mean, people just lose their minds when they're terrified. There's another problem. There's the reign of terror in, in the United States today and it's been there. The left is the enforcer of it. So if you step outside the lines, they will destroy. Look what they did to Rudy Giuliani. I mean, he, he's destroyed. They did that to General Flynn, too. But, but I could go on and on with the victims of the Democrat Party. Um, what, what turned me off totally was... Uh, that the whole movement that I was part of, and it was the mainstream left, SDS, all these things, was built on lies. They, the, the left claimed to be an anti-war movement. It wasn't an anti-war movement. <laughs> it claimed to be an anti-war movement. It claimed to care about the Vietnamese it was a picture of Benham Bin, who was a Communist Party figure in South Vietnam, and probably in every other dorm room in America uh, on the college campuses when she disappeared after the Communists won. Um, you never heard about her again. There were no, when the Communists took power and they, they killed half a million. People, they, they drove people into exile in Cambodia. They killed two million people. Wow. With one single anti-war demonstration or demonstration in behalf of the Vietnamese when their enemies were communist pigs. And in fact, pigs was a, reserve, a word reserved for American police. Um, and so I saw I was in a movement that was evil and couldn't correct itself. Wow. Well, hey, David, we're, we're approaching a hard stop here. We're going we're gonna to come back for the next two segments. That's absolutely awesome. And I um, just appreciate you so much and your, your journey. And uh, we're going to jump into the radical mind in a lot of detail uh, in this next segment. So everyone, will, this is Colonel Rhett John with my special guest, David Horowitz, and we'll be right back. 
Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carl Rett John, the National Security Hour, and my special guest, David Horowitz, who just has an incredible story, an incredible pathway. He's just prodigious in his book production, uh, which uh, benefits all of us. I encourage you. Every one of them. Uh, there's just his, so many of his books. They're so so great. The Radical Mind is out now. It's his most recent book. Uh, but David, we were just talking a little bit in the break. I'm I'm about to go to Taiwan to cover the elections, um, which the Chinese are going to try to throw, and they tried to throw in uh, 2020. But uh, the uh, I wanted to share uh, when I was given the Taiwan portfolio for several years to to be the the senior DoD liaison on cyber matters. I was told a bunch of things about Taiwan, most of which I, I, I summarily rejected. I thought it was just pure, pure intellectual laziness. Uh, it was it was the narrative, and uh, so one person told me, and I'm, I can't go into any detail because it might reveal who that person is. But the person says, uh, "John, let's just be honest. You can't trust you can't trust the Taiwanese because they're Chinese." Well, I said, hold on a second here. And I knew this person really well. I considered him a friend. I said, You're, you have Chinese heritage. Should I not trust you? Should you and I need to talk about so do we Do we need to go down to the security office? Is there something you want to tell me here? I think that was, I just, I was, I was blown away by that comment. I couldn't believe that somebody would say something like that. Right? They're Chinese heritage themselves. I don't get it. So we're coming up to uh to uh everybody says the next election is the most important ever well i think this one is kind of the most important ever you used you used the term you were not shy about saying the 2020 election was stolen i i do think it was stolen i'm a little more nuanced i've had to give federal testimony in several matters on these things i always well, use the term malappropriation but what can we do for the 24 election and using some of your lessons out of the radical mind and some of your other books the biggest thing is people have to be ready to stand up and be counted. Look at, look at what happened in Harvard. Um, and I forget who called her out. But there was a, a few people were willing, the, the Harvard Corporation, the, the board of directors, uh, voted to defend this 
disgraceful human being, uh, Claudine Gay, and and that in effect would would have uh, ratified well what's been going on for a long time in Harvard that that it's a machine for turning out anti-American, anti-white racists. And that that's what it does. That's its business. And for giving platforms to um, Islamic Nazis. Uh, yeah, I wrote an article just to, to explain this term, Islamic Nazis. I mean this literally. Um, the uh, they're national socialists. They believe in the state running. Well, they believe in anybody who supports Hamas and the Gaza regime uh, is supporting a, a Nazi setup. They're organized by a, a mission to exterminate the Jews. If you didn't get the message from that first part. Um, and uh, that that's what Harvard supports, that point of view. And and, and, and I want to, you said something earlier about nonprofits and everybody, just for everybody's information, if you were not aware, most universities are legally C3s or nonprofits. So there it goes. Huge subsidies for taxpayers. You know, the conservatives, they always do the, the, the right proper thing. So conservatives focus on the fact that they deny C3 status to conservatives, which they do. But much worse is the hundreds of millions of dollars they're pouring into the coffers of Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, and, you know, you could go on and on. We have a lot of articles that my website is frontpagemagazine.com uh, that expose this. You wouldn't believe what what, what they're what they're funding. Um, I I think they fund Hamas, the IRS, and give them public subsidies from American taxpayers to carry on out their dirty work. Uh, so the biggest thing is courage to speak up and take a stand. You know, those brave guys who are blew the whistle on the IRS, mm -hmm. people like that, 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 the guy who, who fixed Hunter's uh, computer. They, these people, this kind of courage at this level is, what, is what's going to undo Joe Biden and his treacherous friends. And it's the whole administration. We haven't had, I don't know that we've had a resignation, but not a significant one. It's just terrible. And the military, it's, we have a chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff now, I forget his name. C.Q. Brown, C.Q. Brown. And who's on the record saying that there should be a limit to white, white military officers. Amazing. Yeah. Right at the top there, and that Austin jerk is another one. Yeah. Teaching, you know, the military training now is, is is the 1619 project of teaching that white people are evil 
And that's what's wrong with this country. Too many white people. All white people have too much power. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, you know, and it's so upside down in our history. Every slave who was brought to the United States as a slave was enslaved by black Africans. Mm -hmm. and auctions, it's slave auctions. And, yeah, it was uh, it was black black Muslim groups in in the northern parts. It was that Trans-Sahara route, which yeah. is dominated by my black person in America yeah. owes his his or her freedom that descended from slaves to a slave owner Thomas Jefferson, who was white and and and, and actually a. Uh, to American Christians, Protestants, who freed the slaves. If anybody deserves reparations, it's the 300, it's the relatives of the 360,000 mainly white troops, the Union soldiers who freed the slaves. We're living in this terrible leftist fantasy world where white people are bad and Black liars like Al Sharpton are civil rights heroes. And that comes right out of the, the damn White House. The Democrat Party has just gone off the rail. Well, it really, it's carried out its tradition. It's the party of slavery, of segregation, uh, and uh, uh, now of anti-American hate and anti-white hate. We're, we're going to pay a, an enormous price over the next decades. But anyway, you asked me what people can do. They got to speak up. And if you can't speak up, find a way to support people who are speaking up. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, the problem with democracy is the problem with everything is that people... People have very bad tendencies, but there are a lot of really great Americans. You know, I like to watch the ads for Tunnel to Towers and Wounded Warriors and feel these guys are really uh, creating the tradition that will save this country. Well, David, do do you think do you think we can? Are you optimistic that we can turn this this country well, around? I once read a book about optimism and pessimism. It seems to be built in. It that doesn't seem to have necessarily a rational basis. But here, here's what I always bring up. In uh, May, I believe it was around May first, uh, nineteen forty. In 1940, um, yeah, Gallup took a poll. Could have been 1941. It was before the Hitler invaded Russia, but Hitler had overrun all of Europe except for England, and the Japanese fascists had overrun all of Southeast Asia and Manchuria, and of course. Both of them were virulently against America. And Gallup did a poll. Should we, stay, should we enter the war or not? And 81% of Americans said we should stay out of the war. It's not our fight. And unfortunately, that strain of 
isolationism is still still here in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Hitler invaded Russia, and then the, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, and then it just took four years to wipe, wipe out the enemy. So Americans in the long run have made the right decisions. We, we have a history that we can be really proud of. Uh, and freeing it, the slaves is at the center of it. There's still slavery in Africa today. Um, and it's unfortunate that people have lives to live and they can't study history. And then if they do, a lot of the books are written by Harvard professors <laughs> on the wrong, wrong side. But, you know, I, I, I do have a lot of faith in Americans. Um, in their common sense, we'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah. That uh, aspect of the slave trade, uh, I don't think is really. Denise D'Souza had kind of gotten into it in one of his films, but it's it's very true, and it's it it actually goes to even what's going on in northern Nigeria today, the northern parts of Ghana is uh, you have these uh, a historic uh, is black Islamic movement, and that was the key groups that would go to the south of most of these West African countries, capture the Christian-oriented slaves, and then sell them off. So yeah, that, that, all the left has to say is that's Islamophobia. <laughs> yeah, 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 Islamophobia. So um, you know, people who were up there on, on the hill, as it were, to speak really clearly and not to pull punches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, and, and just out of curiosity, and you may not want to answer this question just for personal security reasons. Where do you where do you live at? I mean, what uh, are are you are you in the New York area? I'm in the West. What's that? West. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you, you're not you're not in the in the. Uh, uh, Okay. And the part where I am, people are really bad people. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm assuming that might mean California, but uh, um, what do you think about? And, and I, when I, one of the reasons I bring this up here is we're really, in many ways, kind of sorting this out by a a. a one of the greatest migrations in American history, most of it going from blue states to red states. And so it sounds like you might be behind behind the lines here. What is your recommendation to those who have sanity, who have some basic understanding? Should they stay in their, uh, should they stay in their blue state uh, or should they move? They actually left California. Um, and uh, yeah, I I don't you can't make personal decisions with people. Where you live is pretty pretty basic. Um, but um, I I I I don't think things are you know the tides shift. We're in the midst of a tremendous transformation now. You just see it in the black vote. You see it there, but in the Hispanic vote as well. The, the Republican Party has finally become uh, an integrated party. Uh, and Amen. 
leaders. And actually, Trump is a pioneer here. Um, if, Trump, if Trump gets in again, as God willing, he will. Um, is going to turn the table. So the, the left is not going to survive this. The, what, what's going to hit them? People see, you know, the these idiots, Ocasio-Cortez, and they're hateful, wishing to leave. And it's the Hitler caucus, really, in the house. And uh, once the, the, the public feels its power, these people are going to be swept to the, to the margins where they belong. I wish there were more prosecutions, but you, you have enemies of America like George Soros who are funding these phony prosecutors. Uh, but, but, you know, people are waking up and uh, uh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the people are waking up uh, and they're, they're, the Harvard thing is very important because it was a whole huge structure and you could see the whole board and there wasn't a single dissenter but because a couple of people stood up the, the case for the left is so weak um, they were able to prevail. And I think it's that mentality you have to have of confidence that we can prevail. And, and I, 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 I gave a little story, to, but it doesn't justify that. That's got to come from within. Mm -hmm. Like watching tunnels to towers and wounded warriors. The disabled heads and so forth. There are people who put their selves on the line and they should be an inspiration to the rest of us. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, David. David, this has just been an absolutely awesome uh, session with you. I, I think you were so fascinating. You, you've contributed so much. And with your transformative journey, you really showed true intellectual clarity and honesty and right-mindedness uh, to, to, to evolve from one side to the other. It all, almost reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've read the book, uh, um, of uh, Orwell and Churchill, and it shows Orwell's journey. You know, he went to Spain with his wife, and who were the people uh, that he and his wife barely, barely escaped and survived from? It was the uh, NKVD. And uh, the Stalinists that were in there in Spain, not to kill the fascists, but to hunt down all the Trotskyites and everybody who uh, was the impure communist. Uh, so it, it reminds me of that journey, your, your life journey reminds me of that. So, uh, David, thank you very much. This has been absolutely awesome. All right. And everybody, David's most recent book, again, he has so many books, it's hard to keep track, but The Radical Mind. Uh, it's just an ass, absolutely awesome book. Please get this this book, read it. Uh, it. It comes from somebody who can speak with authority uh, on these matters a great deal. Uh, so thank you, David. It's been an, it's absolutely an awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, 
So everyone, this is Colonel Rhett John uh, signing off here with just an absolutely awesome guest, David Horowitz, and uh, for the National Security Hour on America Out Loud News Network. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back, everyone. This is Carl Rett John, the National Security Hour, and my special guest, David Horowitz, who just has an incredible story, an incredible pathway. He's just prodigious in his book production, uh, which uh, benefits all of us. I encourage you, every one of them. Uh, there's just his, so many of his books. They're so, so great. The Radical Mind is out now. It's his most recent book. Um, but David, we were just talking a little bit in the break. I'm, I'm about to go to Taiwan to cover the elections, um, which the Chinese are going to try to throw and they tried to throw in uh, 2020, but, uh, the, uh, I wanted to share, uh, when I was given the Taiwan portfolio for several years to, to be the, the senior DOD liaison on cyber matters. I was told a bunch of things about Taiwan, most of which I, I, I summarily rejected. I thought it was just pure, pure intellectual laziness. Uh, it was it was the narrative. And uh, so one person told me, and I'm like, I can't go into any detail because it might reveal who that person is, but the person says, uh, John, let's just be honest, you can't trust, you can't trust the Taiwanese because they're Chinese. Well, I said, hold on a second here. And I knew this person really well. I considered him a friend. I said, you you have Chinese heritage. Should I not trust you? Should you and I need to talk about so do we, do we need to go down to the security office? Is there something you want to tell me here? I think that was, I just, I was, I was blown away by that comment. I couldn't believe that somebody would say something like that. Right? They're Chinese heritage themselves. I don't get it. So we're coming up. 
to uh to uh everybody says the next election is the most important ever well i think this one is kind of the most important ever you used you used the term you were not shy about saying the 2020 election was stolen i i do think it was stolen i'm a little more nuanced i've had to give federal testimony in several matters on these things i always use the term malappropriation but what can we do for the 24 election and using some of your lessons out of the radical mind and some of your other books the biggest thing is people have to be ready to stand up and be counted. Look at, look at what happened at Harvard. Um, and I forget who called her out, but there was a, a few people who were willing, the, the Harvard Corporation, the, the board of directors, uh, voted to defend this disgraceful human being, uh, Claudine Gay, and and that in effect would have, would have uh, ratified well what's been going on for a long time at Harvard that that it's a machine for turning out anti-American, anti-white racists. That that that's what it does. That's its business, and for giving platforms to. You know, the conservatives, they always do the, the, the right, proper thing. So conservatives focus on the fact that they deny C3 status to conservatives, which they do. But much worse is the hundreds of millions of dollars they're pouring into the coffers of Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, and, you know, you can go on and on. We have a lot of articles that my website is frontpagemagazine.com uh, that expose this. You wouldn't believe what, 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 they're, what they're funding. Um, I, I think they fund Hamas, the IRS, and give them public subsidies from American taxpayers to carry on out their dirty work. Uh, so the biggest thing is courage to speak up and take a stand. You know, those brave guys who are blew the whistle on the IRS, mm -hmm. people like that, 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 that the guy who, who fixed Hunter's uh, computer. They, these people, this kind of courage at this level is, what, is what's going to undo Joe Biden and his treacherous friends and it's the whole administration There's, we haven't had i don't know that we've had a resignation but not a significant one it's just terrible and the military it's we have a chairman of the joint chiefs of staff now i forget his name cq brown cq brown who's on the record saying that there should be a limit to white white military officers yeah. Right at the top there, and that Austin jerk is another one. Yeah. You know, the military training now is, is is the 1619 project of teaching that white people are evil, and that's what's wrong with this country. Too many white people, all white people have too much power. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, and it's so upside down in our history. Every slave who was brought to the United States as a slave, was enslaved by black Africans. Mm -hmm. 
with auctions and slave auctions and yeah it was it was black black muslim groups in in the northern parts it was that trans-sahara route which is yeah. dominated by my black person in america yeah. owes his, his or her freedom that descended from slaves to a slave owner thomas jefferson who was white and and and, and actually a, uh to American Christians, Protestants, who freed the slaves. If anybody deserves reparations, it's the 300, it's the relatives of the 360,000 mainly white troops, the Union soldiers who freed the slaves. We're living in this terrible leftist fantasy world where white people are bad and black liars like Al Sharpton are civil rights heroes. And that comes right out of the, the damn White House. The Democrat Party has just gone off the rail. Well, it really, it's carried on its tradition. It's the party of slavery, of segregation, uh, and uh, uh, now of anti-American hate and anti-white hate. We're, we're going to pay a, a, an enormous price over the next decades. But anyway, you ask me what people can do, they got to speak up. And if you can't speak up, find a way to support people who are speaking up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, the problem with democracy is the problem with everything is that people... People have very bad tendencies, but there are a lot of really great Americans. You know, I like to watch the ads for Tunnel to Towers and Wounded Warriors, and really, these guys are really uh, creating the tradition that will save this country. Well, David, do do you think do you think we can? Are you optimistic that we can turn this this country well, around? I once read a book about optimism and pessimism. It seems to be built in. It, it doesn't seem to have necessarily a rational basis. But here, here's what I always bring up. In uh, May, I believe it was around May first, uh, nineteen forty. In 1940, um, yeah, Gallup took a poll. Could have been 1941. It was before the Hitler invaded Russia, but Hitler had overrun all of Europe except for England, and the Japanese fascists had overrun all of Southeast Asia and Manchuria, and of course. Both of them were virulently against America. And Gallup did a poll. Should we, stay, should we enter the war or not? And 81% of Americans said we should stay out of the war. It's not our fight. And unfortunately, that strain of isolationism is still, still here in the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Hitler invaded Russia, and then he, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. And then it just took four years to wipe, wipe out the enemy. 
So Americans in the long run have made the right decisions. We, we have a history we can be really proud of. Uh, and freeing it, the slaves is at the center of it. It's still slavery in Africa today. Um, and so I'm fortunate that people have lives to live and they can't study history. And then if they do that, a lot of the books are written by Harvard professors <laughs> on the wrong, wrong side. But, you know, I, I, I do have a lot of faith in Americans um, in their common sense. We'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah. That uh, aspect of the slave trade, uh, I don't think is really. Denise D'Souza had kind of gotten into it in one of his films, but it's it's very true, and it's it it's actually goes to even what's going on in northern Nigeria today. The northern parts of Ghana is uh, you have these uh, a historic uh, is black Islamic movement, and that was the key groups that would go to the south of most of these West African countries, capture the Christian oriented slaves, and then sell them off. So yeah, that, that, all the left has to say is that's Islamophobia. <laughs> yeah, 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 Islamophobia. So um, you know, people who were up there on on the hill, as it were, to speak really clearly and not to pull punches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, and, and just out of curiosity, and you may not want to answer this question just for personal security reasons. Where do you where, where do you live at? I mean, what uh, are are you are you in the New York area? I'm in the West. What's that? West. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you, you're not you're not in the in the. Oh, uh, okay. In the part where I am, people are really bad people. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm assuming that might mean California, but uh, um, what do you think about? And, and I, when I, one of the reasons I bring this up here is we're really, in many ways, kind of sorting this out by a a, a one of the greatest migrations in American history. Most of it going from blue states to red states. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like you might be behind line, behind the lines here. What is your recommendation to those who have sanity, who have some basic understanding? Should they stay in their uh, Should they stay in their blue state, uh, or should they move? They actually left California, um, and uh, yeah, I I don't. You can't make personal decisions for people. Where you live is pretty pretty basic. Um, but um, I, 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 I don't think things are, you know, the tides shift. We're in the midst of a tremendous transformation now. You just see it in the black vote. You just see it there, but in the Hispanic vote as well. The Republican Party has finally become uh, an integrated party, uh, and Amen. leaders. And actually, Trump is a pioneer here. Um, if Trump, if Trump gets in again, as God willing, he will. He's going to turn the table. So the. The left is not going to survive 
this, the, what, what's going to hit them. People see, you know, the, these idiots, Ocasio-Cortez, and they're hateful of Washima Tlaib, and it's the Hitler caucus really in the house. And uh, once the, the, the public feels its power, these people are going to be swept to the, to the margins where they belong. I wish there were more prosecutions, but you, you have enemies of America like George Soros who are funding these phony prosecutors. Uh, but, but, you know, people are waking up and uh, uh, yeah, I'm on the, I'm on the People are waking up, uh, and they're, they're, the Harvard thing is very important because it, it was a whole huge structure, and you could see the whole board. I, there wasn't a single dissenter, but because a couple of people stood up, the, the case for the left is so weak. Um, they were able to prevail. And I think it's that mentality you have to have of confidence that we can prevail. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, David. David, this has just been an absolutely awesome uh, session with you. I, I think you were so fascinating. You, you've contributed so much. And with your transformative journey, you really showed true intellectual clarity and honesty and right-mindedness uh, to, to, to evolve from one side to the other. It all, almost reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've read the book, uh, um, of uh, Orwell and Churchill, and it shows Orwell's journey. You know, he went to Spain with his wife, and who were the people uh, that he and his wife barely, barely escaped and survived from? It was the NKVD. And uh, the Stalinists that were in there in Spain, not to kill the fascists, but to hunt down all the Trotskyites and everybody who uh, was the impure communist. Uh, so it, it reminds me of that journey, your, your life journey reminds me of that. So, uh, David, thank you very much. This has been absolutely awesome. All right. And everybody, David's uh, most recent book, again, he has so many books, it's hard to keep track, but The Radical Mind. Uh, it's just an ass, absolutely awesome book. Please get this this book, read it. Uh, it. It comes from somebody who can speak with authority uh, on these matters a great deal. Uh, so thank you, David. It's been an, it's absolutely an awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, so everyone, this is Colonel Rhett John uh, signing off here with just an absolutely awesome guest, David Horowitz, and uh, for the National Security Hour on. America Out Loud News Network.